Welcome to Mulder Was Right. We discuss conspiracy theories and alternative facts. I'm your host for today. My name is Curtis. There's two other people here. One of them is named... Brandon. And then we have a special, very special... Very special. ...human being with us today. One who's precious to both of us. Who are you, other person? I hate this. My name is Marina. (laughs) I wandered into the bunker, and they will not let me out. So I guess I'm here now. Well, uh, Marina was just floating around in the middle of the ocean, and we saved her from death. Uh, Marina actually means from the ocean so that is appropriate i was in my natural environment and i'm following my narrative is that a conspiracy yes your narrative so marine is here in the bunker with us now um i don't know for how long or under what conditions but uh she's here so uh we're we're gonna we're gonna record with her and because we only have so many people uh in the bunker nowadays brendan left a bunker for a little while yeah Um, He's he's doing his stuff he's out probably, there. He's probably got like a beard now. He's probably got a full beard and is uh like cradling woodland creatures, yes. um, making who, them. Who is that? Who is br- the 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 person that you used to be? Yeah. Great. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we're uh. We're going to do some uh, talking today about a conspiracy theory, or not really a conspiracy theory, but sort of like you could categorize it in the realm of alternative facts um what do you guys you've heard the term like fight fire with fire yes eye for an eye not the same eye for an eye no not Not, applicable not not really the same thing um but fight fire with fire um uh how about like cures like uh is that Sure, yeah, yeah. You've I, heard I, of that. I, okay, I, yeah, I didn't, yeah. Yes, yeah. didn't get the, like, huge reaction I thought I would out of that. Maybe <laughs> not. Um, well, is that, like, giving a person a thing so that they can fight the thing later on? Right, kind Isn't of Isn't that like what vaccines are? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Vaccines sort of follow the same logic of, like, cures like. Yeah, okay, um, So, great. like, you introduce, like, a dead or weakened version of a virus into somebody's body. Your body mm-hmm. develops um, antibodies. Correct. And then can then fight off the fully formed version of that when they encounter it later. Ideally. Yeah. Um, So we're going to talk about homeopathy today. Who knows? Now, now, what do you know about homeopathy? Just, I've already given you some of it about what it's about. (laughs) But where, where are we on homeopathy? I know nothing about it. When you say the word homeopathy, I instantly think of an older white woman who practices <laughs> yoga. Um, and that's about the extent of my knowledge. Where is she practicing the yoga, Marina? Probably in a yoga studio. Yes. Or is it in her spacious home? Both. She has a yoga studio inside of her spacious home. No, she has. Yes, she has a personal yoga studio inside of her spacious home, but she also pays too much money to go to a different yoga studio per week. Oh, yes. Is she at both of them at the same time? Is she like a, a duo person who lives like simultaneous lives in different places? I think she's trying to ascend to a certain level into which she can achieve that, uh, but for now, no. <laughs> Okay, well, you're not wrong in that uh, homeopathy is sort of linked with, like, the New Age movement. Um, right. uh, sort of, that like, word, yes. alternative medicines. Right, uh, crystals. Sure, crystals. Um, sound healing, things like this. <laughs> oh, yeah? Um, I've actually been sound, sound You've been sound, sound healed? healed? What was it like to be sound healed? <laughs> what kind of sound? Very funny. What? <laughs> Yeah, I want to know what was wrong with you and what kind of sounds so nothing was wrong treated with it. Me. It was actually a demonstration. I was at a veterinary conference, and one of the the uh, vets there uh, was selling her sound healing equipment, and so she said, "Come on over and let me uh, put this ringing thing on you." And so she she bopped a metal thing, and it <laughs> <laughs> and it rang. And she held it to my forehead and back, and it felt funny. I can't say I felt any better. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) This is a veterinarian who went to a real veterinarian school. Yes. And then she bopped you on a head. She, yes. she well, she didn't bop her. <laughs> she bopped a like ringing thing. She did, and then moved it around. She oh, didn't bop Marina on the head. Oh, 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 oh. 
I got I, she, I saw red did, at the word bop. She did just... stab it into my spine a little too hard on the first go. What do you mean? Then... Okay, yeah, I'm I've now the, the picture of what happened has been completely disrupted You're for fine. me. I thought she was in front of you. With, she like, was this... in bo- she was all around me. I'm wow. Just... So this is the simultaneous human being we were discussing earlier. Okay. <laughs> Um, so clearly there's a lot of potential for homeopathy and these like alternative medicines yes. uh, because you can become simultaneous and sort of be everywhere at once. My uh, only dream in the omnipresent. whole world. Yes. Yeah, omnipresent. Um, so, but we are going to talk about sort of the um, the lines and spaces between like, you know, like a legitimate like degree in medicine versus the alternative medicines and like the gaps between them and who moves between these two uh, fields. <clears throat> Um, Excellent. And so we talk about homeopathy being like a new age thing, but it actually is fairly uh, old. It um, it was developed in 1796 by a man named Samuel Hahnemann. Hahnemann. He was a German man. Um, he was a doctor. He went to medical school. Um, like now, Marina's veterinarian. Right. Like Marina's vet- veterinarian. Yes. Uh, now, what do you what do you know about like mainstream medicine in like 1796? Was that the time when they were still bleeding people out? They they were bleeding. There was bleeding happening. Yes. Uh, the, what do you mean bleeding people the, out? The though? the opposite of like versus like. So if someone had a sickness, depending on what that sickness was, they would say you have too much blood. Therefore, we must let out this extra blood. Same thing with bile. Um, mm-hmm. What you're describing I mean, the humors. There there were, like, four or five humors, like, phlegm, bile, yellow bile, blood, um, and that, yes, a sickness was thought to be an imbalance of these bodily fluids, and they would often thought you had too much blood and just made you have less blood so they could balance your bodily fluids. I like the sound of that. Do you? Well, no, not, I don't want it, (laughs) I don't want it done to me, but as, like, a, a thing that people once thought, that's pretty dope. Right, right. It is. It's it's obvious. Probably not an effective uh, practice of medicine. No, I would venture to say. Uh, so is is that what you're talking about? Is that yeah? This is this is sort of like mainstream medicine of the time. Uh, this sure. is before sort of the scientific revolution. Um, the Enlightenment. You can call it yeah, the Enlightenment, um, and maybe sort of like around this time ish like not much was known the scientific method wasn't really directly being applied to the to the realm of medicine yet like it is today like experimentation is uh irrevocably linked with medicine today all everything that comes out has to be like proven rigorously tested control tested double blind yada Mm. yada 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 it has to pastors paying like uh kids to rob graves so they can dissect bodies right that sort of thing yeah yes yes Yes. Uh, that that is what used to be happening yes sure yes yes doctors (laughs) would pay pay people to rob graves to so they could cut open these cadavers obviously obviously not happening anymore and yes and uh then learn about the organs they found within um i mean you got to start somewhere but uh yes so Medicine wasn't that great in the 1800s, in the 1700s. Um, and so this this doctor, Samuel Hahnemann, uh, he actually, um, he found that, like, he actually quit being a doctor not that long after going getting out of medical school because he found that just, like, tr- treating patients, they just seemed to be getting worse. He didn't seem to be helping them. They just seemed to be getting sicker from his treatments like you know bloodletting and whatnot and that's not entirely wrong Uh, (laughs) yeah no you're right (laughs) these like medicine at the time was actually fairly harmful yeah yeah i I remember reading something about um i think it was uh, a woman who discovered that um bacteria was a problem and so she used to insist that perhaps we should be washing our hands Um, and doctors kind of just laughed at that yeah. Like, like what what I mean by that is like maybe you should wash your hands before sticking them into your your open patient and their organs. Oh, uh-huh. right. Before mm-hmm. introducing bacteria right. to them. I am assuming this is a woman. It actually might have been um, a man. I. Just, it I seems can't. like a reasonable. I yeah. Thing to say yeah. that it was a woman. Right. 
Could be wrong. Honestly. The first person to think of washing their hands was probably a woman. You're right. Uh, (laughs) uh, So actually, here's a quote from uh, Hahnemann. He says, My sense of duty would not easily allow me to treat the unknown pathological state of my suffering brethren with these unknown medicines. He's talking about, like, the treatments he's employing to people who are sick. The thought of becoming... In this way, a murderer or malefactor towards the life of my fellow humans was most terrible to me. So terrible and disturbing that I wholly gave up my practice in the first years of my married life and occupied myself solely with chemistry and writing. God, respect. And so he, yeah, just, dude. he just quit being a doctor um, a little while after he got married. What a great uh, reason. Not to quit because being he got married, but just um, timing wise. But yeah, he just so he just quit because he felt bad about it. He felt like it wasn't working. Um and he he knew a couple of languages. He was a pretty smart guy, so he was working mostly as a translator um to make some money. Um and he uh he was living around Germany and a couple other places and um eventually he uh sort of came into this idea. He was reading about um some Peruvian tree bark that was like apparently uh, someone said it was effective in treating malaria, um, and so uh, Hanuman got kind of interested in in, in, in this, um, and so he got some of the bark and he noticed that um, it produced when he like rubbed it on him or like ate it or something that it produced malaria-like symptoms within himself. The bark, hmm. um, and so he. He, uh, he's, so he's thinking, like, here's this bark that you use to treat malaria, but also, like, kind of gives you malaria-like symptoms. And so this is where he runs into this uh, principle of like cures like. And so that which can produce a set of symptoms in a healthy individual can treat a sick individual who is manifesting a similar set of symptoms. Um, and so this is the basis of homeopathy, that like cures like and so like here's a plant that makes you itchy if you're all itchy i'll treat you with this plant and you'll stop being itchy um marina's got a real marina doesn't seem to buy it face and i gotta say yeah yeah like so it's kind of like a poetic concept right of like sure sure. so is the humors though oh yeah and so it it kind of feels like it's a new version of like a like a parallel but similar similarly naive right and so you think yeah. about like this is a little bit before like the scientific method became widely well used sure. and yeah. so um sort of like the poetry and like the way it sort of just makes sense offhand is kind of an important thing here yeah, in convincing totally. yeah, people what to absolutely. do uh so but yeah you're right like if i like am really itchy i don't want you to rub poison ivy on no, like yeah, i don't want to be consuming poison don't. ivy that yeah. will not help me be less itchy not that will make me more itchy like if you are really hot i don't want to light a match and put it against you that will not make you be cold that no. will remain you being hot but hanuman hanuman samuel we can call him sam <laughs> Good old Sam thought this, nonetheless. Right. He, he came yeah. to this conclusion. Um, there was some, like, uh, Hippocrates said something like, like cures like, uh, in around, like, 400 BC. So there was some, like, uh, mention of it in sort of the zeitgeist um, some floating around. Like, yeah. It had been talked it. about yeah, before. Sure. Uh, I guess Hippocrates uh, used small doses of mandrake root to treat mania. Um thinking when, in fact, mandrake root would produce mania in larger doses. Um, And so Hanuman's going off this a little bit. um, Hippocrates is definitely someone you should fashion yourself after. Well, I understand that you can build a tolerance to certain things with exposure, such as, um, you know, there's stories of people microdosing themselves essentially with poisons or venom and other things. Mm -hmm. And so then in the future, when they're exposed to large doses of poison or venom, that would otherwise kill someone else, they, they, they're fine. They don't die. Um, but that's not like versus like. That's just the same thing. That's just a, developing a tolerance. Yeah, um, sort of. Similar to, the, similar to vaccines. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't oh. really work if it's not the same thing. If you're exposing yourself to rattlesnake venom, I can't imagine that would 
be useful at all if you were to then be bit by a cobra. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so... Um, Not to just poke holes in Sam's whole theory. <laughs> we're going to be poking some later. holes in it. Don't <laughs> no. worry. Like, <laughs> I just mean, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like... Hanuman was trying. He saw what was not working, yeah. and so he gave it his best shot. And that's and that's sometimes what we have to do in life. And like like you said, hindsight's twenty twenty. He couldn't see where the future was heading, so he's just trying his best. Wait, wait, were you gonna say Hanuman is Hanuman's twenty twenty? Yeah, yeah. He had really great vision. <laughs> he actually lived to be like eighty six, which is pretty wow. impressive. Yeah. Like around that time, um, probably because he. That's my- he refused, uh, like, medical treatment, probably, because he, he was developing man. homeopathy. He was like, you know, <laughs> hey, I don't have too much blood. My flame's good. You're not going to take any fl- Yeah, please it, stop cutting me. me. Yeah. Um, so, right. And some of the logic um, that some homeopaths will state um, is that you're kind of, like, waking up the body. You're kind of telling the body, like, hey, you have this illness. So here's, like... You're just sending in another little thing in there to, like, inform the body, hey, here's what you need to be dealing with. Like, you're all itchy. Here, look, here's something that makes you itchy. And the body's like, oh, an itchy thing. I'll deal with all the itchiness now. Or, like, oh, a pancreas thing. I'll fix my pancreas now. Some Sort of is some logic there. Um, And there was, like, there's some mention of, like, uh, spirituality in in the concept of homeopathy. that uh and and Hanuman believed that diseases themselves um were to some extent spiritual as well as physical um and believed that like having a, a negative outlook on life could make you more susceptible to like disease um and he has like some other logic for uh like what causes diseases um they're called like miasms, miasms. I don't really know. M I A S M S. Um, he said there's like one that makes you itchy, and there's like another one, and there's like another one. Um, that's not really that important. Um, what's funny is that uh, he, his early, um, before he really like developed a lot of his like uh, homeopathic theory, one of his early um, theories of disease uh, was that uh, many diseases are caused by coffee. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm dead in the ground right now. What are the problems? He just thought that coffee made you sick and that everyone was sick because they drank too much coffee. Uh, I don't know much more about that, but he aben- eventually abandoned this yeah. notion. Uh, but that was his line of thought he at one some, point. He had one good cup of coffee and he was like, oh, this can't possibly be bad for me. Yeah, he finally had some good coffee. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, wait, yeah, no. Yeah. I really have questions about his coffee source. Uh, I don't know. Probably. Like like I just mean, I wonder if he thought this because maybe his initial coffee experience just came from some some really Some jank-ass coffee. Yeah. 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 He had whatever the Folgers of the day was. Yeah, Folgers. He drank, it was probably still Folgers. <laughs> You're probably right. And it was probably still nasty. Like... <laughs> So, um, this, like I said, this started in, like, 1795, and from there, 1796, and from there, it has existed since. Um, homeopathy became popular in the 1800s because, uh, people thought it was successful. It was working better than the medicine at the time, uh, because it wasn't actively harming you. Like, the medicine at the time was actively making you sicker, and many of the treatments were dangerous, such as bloodletting. Homeopathy (laughs) was not. Uh, It was largely harmless. And so people were getting better uh, because they just... Nothing was happening to them. Like They 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 just weren't making it worse. They weren't making it worse, exactly. And so that's better treatment than uh, not... (laughs) <laughs> I right. can't. I can't say I blame them at all. No, yeah, that's, I think that's I some think pretty fine logic. To... These people were making the right choices. Yes. Sam yes. was looking the hell out for them. <laughs> and so homeopathy, even today, is is a hugely um, is an enormous thing. You can go to probably a lot of grocery stores will have homeopathic medicines in them. Um, you can you can go. I know several grocery stores. Uh, near the bunker that have (laughs) (laughs) 
that I have personally visited, and I have found they're at Bikini Bottom, right? Bikini Bottom, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I have found homeopathic medicines there, and I I know um, people people don't know much about it, um, and so they don't know um, that it doesn't really work. Um, <laughs> now. I haven't gone into really what homeopathy like really is or why it doesn't work. Um, so let's go into that because it's really kind of fascinating. Uh, now, I mentioned that homeopathy was largely harmless in the 1800s, and that's because it is largely harmless. It is largely nothing. Scientifically, um, you are treating people by just giving them water. And now why would someone think like just water is a treatment for something? Um so, we've talked about light cures like, but something that was really uh, central to the concept of homeopathy is that um, a substance can become more potent uh, to be used as a medicine, to be used as a treatment, uh, the more it's diluted. And so, for instance, you might take a given leave or root of a plant, put it in some water, let the essence of that uh, matter get into the water, and then you dilute that water many, 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 many times. And that means there's a very small amount of that left in the liquid, and then that can help your body recover. And that is the uh, the thing, that is how it's like not hurting you, is because you're diluting it enough to just make a very small amount of it there, and so therefore it doesn't hurt you. Hmm. And therefore it actually treats you. This is the logic of homeopathy. Um, and it's largely like liquids you, you'll be consuming. You can also buy, you can get pills, and the pills are just like, they've been soaked in the liquid, basically. Um, so the base is uh, a liquid. You would dilute it um, a large number of times. Uh, the more diluted, the like I said, the more potent it is. Um, so how many, how diluted do you think it probably gets? Like, one one-thousandth. One one-thousandth. Okay, one over one-thousand. Yeah. Okay. I would say one over one-hundred, but I have no concept Okay. Either, so. Okay, so there's actually, there is a system, and, and so you can go by, like, a number and then uh, the letter X, or it can be a number and the letter C. Mm-hmm. And now, that just means, like, 2X would be one over one-hundred. Okay, three sure. X would be one over one thousand. Um, mm. C is just like half of that, so like two C is equal to four X, basically. Um, uh, it might be a little bit more complicated than that, but that's basically what it is. Now you stated one over one thousand. Marina says one over one hundred. Uh, Heinemann stated that um, most things to be like an effective dose to be like diluted enough. So that it really works, it needs to be diluted to 30C. Now, 30C would be 60X. And what that means oh is uh, that's 1 over 10 to the 60th. <laughs> that's 1 that's... over 10 with 60 zeros. Is, is that just water? That is, is he... the amount of dilution <laughs> that you have to achieve uh that basically means like you took you took a vial that had like a milliliter of fluid in it put it in another milliliter of fluid um put and then like half that put it in just water half that put it in water half that put it in water again and again and again and again odd more times. you know and and so like you keep doing that and that's how you achieve these massive dilutions it really doesn't take that much actual work but you get to these huge ratios of like one over 10 to the 60th fairly quickly because you're just like doubling it each time yeah or you know even uh, more than that does our boy sam uh indicate any specific uh water source or water clarity or well purity? so it can be water it can be sort of like oil as well um it can be uh what it's diluted in varies like it can be like oil or water um obviously you want it to be sort of like kind of pureish you know yeah. you don't want too much uh other stuff in it um now there was not a lot known about like atoms and molecules sure, at this time sure. and so it was thought that like a liquid could be diluted an indefinite amount of time and there would still be a trace of that liquid left 
in in the ultimate final dilution that's at like you know one over 10 to the 60th um and but there are atoms actually and so (laughs) (laughs) how many atoms do you think are in a dilution of one over 10 to the 60th i don't even want to guess so 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 many um so it's (laughs) so many like so many yes so it's uh actually zero is actually the correct answer um you have this has been diluted to the point um that there is actually probably zero atoms in it of the original substance. Oh, of the original substance. Of the original substance. Oh, I yeah. see, I see. So it's right. just yes, 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 water. Yes, yes. So yeah. it's right. just water. So because Sam you've... was actually just, instead of uh, sending them to doctors that were uh, poisoning them and, and bloodletting them, he, he was, was encouraging them to, them to hydrate. <laughs> he was saying, go home and hydrate. Which, honestly, I could see how that would help with many different things. Yeah. So... My, right. my my water intake is not great. Is I wish that I believed into believed homeopathy so that I would drink more water. <laughs> yes. So the dilution, um, so a dilution of one over ten to the negative twenty fourth, uh, one over ten to the twenty fourth, which is just ten to the negative twenty fourth. Um, okay. If you're good at math, uh, that would be twelve c or twenty four x. And that that dilution has a sixty percent probability of containing one molecule of the original material so at that level of dilution which is like less than half like it's it's like still an enormous dilution but it's not that many like it's only 24x which is only like you know like six or seven steps into diluting it that still may not have like one single molecule left in it Wild, yeah, and so at the like standard dilution of like 30c, um, which is again 10 to the negative 60th, uh, this is <laughs> to deliver a single molecule of this. If you had that dilution, let's say you had that dilution, you had like an infinite amount of it to deliver a single molecule of the original material, you would have to give two billion doses per second to six billion people for four billion years. <laughs> Curtis, that's not um, feasible. So, so that's, you're literally like dumping this liquid <laughs> into six billion people, like two billion doses a second for four billion years. That's a lot of billions. That's um not only would they all die r- of course <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the unlikelihood of having even a single molecule left in this thing um oh, wow. so i don't, it's, i feel like sam didn't do the math it's not a lot um and i actually have the number for uh 10 with 60 zeros um it's novum decillion <laughs> that's that's like you know like that's million billion trillion my, Forthcoming sci-fi space opera trilogy. Novum Decilium. Novum Decilium. Yes, absolutely. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's one one over Novum Decilium. One over. Yeah, one over Novum Decilium, which is the the amount of dilution. Great thing to say. Um. Some hey, uh, so I have a question. Okay. Uh, it's 2018. Yep. Why? Why is this still around? It's a, it's a great question. And uh, <laughs> and a lot of it has to do with, I think, just a, like people don't really know what homeopathy is. Um, uh, and and there's like some spiritualness to it. It's, it's because like even today, like literacy about the scientific method is not as widely, widely spread as it could be. There's a lot of ignorance um, about what can be considered objectively truth and what is just like sold to you so like homeopathy is like marketed well and be- and it has like quote-unquote naturalness on its side and it has and so that, that poetic, draws people like, to it thing that kind of makes you go 
Right. right, and it's and it's harmless, and so people are want to try it. Um, it's it's very it gives into uh, like confirmation bias really easily. Um, it gives into mm-hmm. the placebo effect really easy. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, I took this, and then I felt better. They might have gotten better anyway. Um, they don't know about all the times people didn't get better when they took homeopathic. Also, they're drinking more water, drugs. which they almost certainly weren't the amount drinking. Of, okay, you're not really drinking any more water because it's a very small vial. Um, oh, weird. It's a very small vial you get. That oh, can see, be quite expensive. You can pay $60 for a small vial of something. Of water. Of, of, of water. Of, <laughs> of water that's labeled as something that at some point some of that water may have touched some other water that touched some other water that maybe touched one molecule of the original thing which might not actually make you better if you right. actually got that molecule right yes exactly <laughs> even even the original thing is not necessarily going to cure you not only and is this an absurd amount of dilution the basis of this is ridiculous right it's it's like even if you got that molecule it might not help probably wouldn't yeah and you're not getting the molecule you're getting water now some homeopaths will actually argue that um water has a memory for the substances that used to be in it and this is um like what they have sort of come up with in the modern day to To counteract any sort of arguments that may be thrown their way exactly to refute this argument sure um this goes in the face of modern physics and how like atoms and molecules work they you know they just don't work that way water does not remember what it used to touch um i i read somewhere that uh something that could be described as water memory which is kind of like the molecules like having some latent leftover effects effects from other molecules that touch them only lasts for something uh like a few like Cabillionths of a second, like like an enormously small amount of time. Uh, um, so, right, you're getting basically just water, or you're getting pills that were soaked in water. Um, mm-hmm. There are some homeopaths that will do the lower dilutions, like something like six X or three C, um, and that and that will actually there will be molecules of the thing in there, uh, but. Again, Who's to we, say? Right. Again, then we run into the problem of, of is this helpful <clears throat> in the first place? So, I, I feel like there needs to be a distinction between, like, this bogus thing that we're describing, <laughs> that uh-huh. we're talking about, is a very Western thing. Yes. That has been, that maybe... Uh, like saddles the line between science and spiritual practice in a in a right like it's pseudoscience it's very much a pseudoscience are you saying pseudoscience that's not i i'm not trying to make that point i'm just saying it's tapping into like a like a a a spiritual aspect of being a human to Mm. sell you fake medicine which is not all like eastern healthcare. Like, that sort of thing can be much different. Sure. And maybe a little more based in fact. And yeah, I don't know much about, like, Eastern... Nor, nor do I, but I just want to put medicines. that into the no, conversation. No, no, but you're not... I, I understand what you're saying. You're not wrong. This sounds like some snake oil garbage. Yeah, kind of, but it's... It's, <laughs> it's also, like, now been around for a while, um, and so people... Uh, you know, it's got the age on its side. It's like, right. oh, it's been around for 200 sure. years. Yeah. And then it's even, it's based on, like, ideas that were thought of in 400 BC. <laughs> and, like, there, there's this, like, logical fallacy that something that's, like, ancient is, like, correct and, and sure, yeah. like, right. Uh-huh. Um, I, I read this one guy describe, like, how homeopathy works. And um, he was... <laughs> He kind of like sounded like a surfer dude, but apparently he was a doctor. Um, and it was like some YouTube video, and he was like, "Uh, you know, uh, it's just like, Bruh. yeah, yeah, bro." And like, um, he was describing how. So he's like, imagine you're like in a cabin and you're sleeping, and uh, there's like all these mosquitoes biting you, like little bitty mosquitoes biting you, right, and, and it doesn't like it, and you're like. They're like causing all these little bumps on you, but you don't know because you're asleep. And then this really big mosquito comes in and bites you really hard. And then you wake up and you're like, whoa, there's a huge mosquito. But then you're like, oh, wait, there's also all these other little mosquitoes. 
the little mosquitoes are like the disease you already have, and the big mosquito is like the homeopathic treatment. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And this was his actual, like, metaphor. And, like, I have a lot of faith in people when they say, okay, I've got a metaphor for you. Like, because I've heard so many great metaphors in my life. This was not one of them. When he said, I've got a metaphor for you, and I sat and I listened to this, I was severely disappointed. (laughs) What if the mosquito was, like, really big? (laughs) Yeah. I imagined a human-sized mosquito. Yeah, that's what's in my head, too. When he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, do you remember those mosquitoes in Jumanji? And they just stab through the car. Oh, my God. That's what it would be. Ah! That's what homeopathy is like. It's, it's basically like a giant mosquito. Um, which doesn't make sense because the whole no, logic is yeah, that dilution no. makes it more potent. So it should be a very, very, very it small mosquito, smaller that, mosquito that somehow makes it better. Um, yeah. So uh, homeopathy, the, the threat in homeopathy is not so much like you're almost never going to be hurt by it. Right, because you're just drinking water, and so most of the threat in homeopathy uh, comes from people wasting their money or delaying and seeking actual treatment uh, right. for for things, um, or pr- even making themselves more sick through the things that they're consuming. But the things well, they're consuming don't even generally do anything, because it's usually just sure. water. Is right. is the point I'm trying to make now? The the, the concern is definitely self medication. Right, yeah, that they're just basically not seeking out a doctor. Um, there, there is a case though that happened uh, like in the past like ten years or so, and and it's it's stopped happening now. There was a uh, some teething tablets made by a company called Highland. Um, Highland is a homeopathy company. It makes uh, pills that you can buy um, that are like I said soaked in the liquid. Uh, so is this for babies? It's for babies to help with teething. Um, uh-huh. and so it like helps their, their pain, uh, basically. Um, the problem was, uh, it was killing babies. Wow. Bad. Or, or like causing them to have seizures. Um, and, uh, like this, this one case, uh, that happened in 2010, uh, states that a mother gives her toddler three of the homeopathic pills to relieve her teething pain. And within minutes, her toddler had stopped breathing. Um, and this... Uh, like it sort of kept happening with these same teething tablets. There have been like a reasonably large number of cases, not like in the thousands, but I think in the hundreds um, that from like 2006 to 2016 uh, says here more than 370 children uh, had some sort of like adverse reaction to these uh, tablets. Um, And now this is, sort of like a confusing thing because as I've just described like homeopathy the whole thing is it's so diluted that it's basically just water um Mm. and because of this the Mm. FDA usually does not care about homeopathy Mm. it's you it has pretty much no jurisdiction in homeopathy and hasn't bothered to have any jurisdiction because it sees it as basically harmless um scientifically it's just water so they're not worried about it um and so these cases the FDA did start to care. Sure. Uh, because they... What is in your thing that right. is killing children? Um, and like I said, about 370 children had effects. About eight of them died. Um, 370 of them had some sort of effects. Some of them had seizures. Some of them just stopped breathing. Uh, you know, other some other bad stuff. Um, yeah. It turns out this, uh, these, these pills, the thing they were diluted... Um, is a uh i can't remember the scientific name for it but it's basically if you're familiar with the plant deadly nightshade uh which you may um not know a lot about the plant deadly nightshade but if you can just surmise from its name (laughs) some aspects about it and like i've i yep so 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 in the metaphor of homeopathy okay these humans who made this pill were like teething. Teething. Yeah, teething. Is just as bad as actual dying. Actual dying. And yeah. so, <laughs> and they tried to treat what they thought was like the 
pit, the abyss of pain, the, 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 just the depths of it with actual death. Yeah. So exactly. Um, what? Um, so the problem was that, um, and, 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 it's not really sure. There were some FDA inspectors that went to Highlands facilities, um, and they found some some issues. Uh, nothing specific is really stated, but um, basically, what I feel like was happened is they just didn't properly mix the dilution, and so they were mm. finding that some tablets had a whole lot more nightshade in them, whereas others had none. You know, because it wasn't evenly diluted throughout the mixture. Um, and so some kids were just eating a whole bunch of deadly nightshade, while others were just drink- eating water. Um, oh my god! And and they and the like once they they figured out like the the ingredient that was going into these pills, they like saw what was happening to the kids, and they were like, "Yep, that's what happens <laughs> when you eat deadly nightshade. That those are the symptoms." Like, uh, but the FDA had a hard time actually suspending this product um, because, like I said earlier. They don't. They've not bothered to have a lot of authority over homeopathy. They've not really bothered to consider it as like a food or drug. So um, they couldn't really just say no. You have to stop making this. Um, uh, what they what they did instead is they um, they made a statement on it that, that they put out and that said like this product is highly dangerous and may uh, make your baby dead. Um, and and that created enough press that Highland eventually pulled the product themselves. Though they were at first resistant to do it, they um, when the FDA first asked them to stop, they did not. Uh, Bad humans, right? And so this is this is an example of like it was actually dangerous. Yeah, um, yeah. And sure. uh, you could argue that it was they weren't doing homeopathy properly. They weren't properly diluting it. Uh, but it just goes to show that like. Here's, like, we rely a lot on the scientific method, and um, that even affects, like, what the FDA has jurisdiction over. Um, and because they don't use the scientific method, we like, the FDA kind of didn't really have jurisdiction over it. Um, and it's not just that black and white, but it's, it's an interesting case, because especially because homeopathy is thought to be, like, largely harmless. Um, until it's not. Until it's not, exactly. Until you use nightshade until- in a- Product meant for babies. Yeah. Until you give babies something that has the uh, word deadly as a part of its name. Yeah. Would you like to drink some deadly Coca-Cola? It's deadly flavored. How appealing. You will die. You will die. Um, and I've looked... I've looked at like the current products they kind of have for like babies going through teething pain and it no longer contains... Uh, Poison? <laughs> Poison. <laughs> uh, Atropa belladonna, which is like oh, sort of the, the yeah. proper yeah, yeah, name yeah. for the herb, deadly nightshade. Um, so, but then moving on to a lighter note, um, there's another guy who's doing some funny stuff. Um, so we've, we've talked about, um, we're kind of, we're kind of deep in in the uh the world of dilution and uh just giving people water and saying it does something uh there's actually some like diluting it some people think that you can dilute stuff up to like 200 c which is like one over 10 to 400 which is actually more molecules um it actually requires there to be more molecules in the universe than there are um so, like, one molecule diluted by the entire universe is something like <laughs> 1 over 10 to... I don't remember the exact number, but, like, 10 to the 200 or something. That's one molecule in the whole universe, right? And so, um, <laughs> 1 over 10 to the 400 requires there being more molecules in the actual universe for there to be a single molecule still left in this thing. Incredible. It's incredible to think about. I know. It's incredible. So we're, we're talking about, like, that's so ridiculous. But how could you make it more ridiculous, Brandon? Multiverse. <laughs> I like where your head's at. You Mul- did it. Multiverse is I, a good I, answer. I, I didn't think you could do it, but you did it. And I'm so excited to hear it. Is there, what is the truth? What is the truth? So what was Marina talking about earlier? What was I talking what? about? <laughs> <laughs> what, what experience did Marina describe earlier? Oh, the... 
the sound healing. Sound, sound healing. healing. Were we headed here for sound healing? Oh so, my god! Did I? So <laughs> I got it. This is actually a new thing for homeopathy. There is a doctor, um, Doctor Bill Gray. Uh, he has a website called MDInYourHand.com. <laughs> Um, he, uh, he is another doctor that has become disenfranchised, uh, much like, uh, Hahnemann was, he's become disenfranchised with modern medicine and has turned to alternative practices. Uh, and, and he, uh, has been practicing homeopathy for a while, um, and largely has not been bothered about it. You know, he's kind of does some medicine, some homeopathy, which, like, a lot of people's, like, there's a lot of doctors that are like that. You can find a doctor that kind of does homeopathy, kind of does normal medicine if you want. Um, uh, he's started this this new thing where he's taking, so you, you have the, the liquid, the dilution, um, and he's running, like, an electrical signal through it. And this produces, like, a sound huh. and uh, that you can, like, record on your computer. He claims... That um, he has cured three out of three malaria patients with three just out of three. Three out of three. <laughs> I don't now. Three was an interesting number to go at. Yeah. Um, uh, he also at another spot he says thirty six out of thirty seven, but in other what? places he says three out of three. So I'm not sure how he's Those taking the sampling that vastly divergent numbers yeah um <laughs> anyway he's claiming remarkable success with these sound files um and and he has a website you can go to and you can purchase these sound files for a mere five dollars um you can put in your symptoms it's actually a very well-made website well fa- Wait, fairly well made dollars to cure malaria so you can go in there there's a line where you can uh type in your symptoms you can type like headache uh, you can th- and then like it'll give you a bunch of options to choose from. Uh, so like I can type in headache and then I can hit view results, and then it'll give me a couple to choose from, and I can type like oh I can choose like head injury, okay, and then it's gonna ask me about my symptoms. Um, and so it's like does there seem to be an absence of symptoms after your head injury? I can say yes or no. That would be a- that's a weird question to start with. Um, are there any bruises from the head injury? Uh. Is the scalp very sensitive after the injury? Are there shooting pains from the head? Yada, yada, yada. And there's so many questions you, you answer. Um, and once you've answered them, you submit the form, and then it gives you a substance uh, that, uh, a sound you can listen to. And then you pay $5, and you can get the sound, and you can listen to the sound, and it apparently cures you. I have a question. Yeah. So, in most things of sounding that I see, the sound needs to actually be hitting your body to work, according to them. That That's the idea. So, the fact that you can just get a sound file, are they, like, recommending a certain kind of speaker so that the sound can properly hit you? Or, like, this is, do they think it works the same if you're just, like, listening to it with headphones? So, this is different from, like, sounding. This is actually, like, a new territory this doctor is, is moving forward um, ah. that's unique to, like... homeopathic theory um and uh yeah so he claims these sound files will um will cure you of of all sorts of things like including like hiv uh so your ears just need to hear it so you just need to hear it with your ears does this not work if you're deaf i don't know i guess i don't know um (laughs) like (sighs) he does make he does talk a little bit actually about it um like vibrating in your body um, that it's not just your ears, but that it hits right. your body. But apparently just listening to it like through your cell phone <laughs> or just from the internet is enough, uh, according to him. Now, this uh, Mr. Bill Gray has actually, um, he has, because this is so outlandish and because it's just like uh, so easily accessible, he's actually drawn some criticism from this. Um, and, uh, and, and his medical license is at stake now, um, because he's claiming he can do things like cure HIV and, uh, he's claiming basically like, this is the only treatment you need to seek for your incredibly debilitating disease. Uh, what would happen to mdinyourhand.com? It would probably go away if, if if he lost his license. I think, um, so he actually, like in the article, he, he sounds not that worried about losing his medical license. Um, 
and and it sounds like he's fine just not having it because he's just going to practice homeopathy anyway. Sure. Um, so maybe actually the website will still be there, but he it won't be called MD in your hand. It'll just be called uh, Bill in your hand, I guess. Bill in your hand. Bill in your hand. Good old Bill. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, uh, he's trying. So he's claiming he can cure HIV with this. Uh, pretty much any sort of like. Uh, any anything anything he can get a uh, like a sample of to dilute and then run the sound through yeah, he, yeah. um who knows what he's really doing <laughs> uh, you know what fair enough one of the options is also dog abscess so you can treat an abscess on your dog hey nope <laughs> with with this thing uh the way you treat that is you uh you lance it, you get that bad stuff out of there, and then you give antibiotics. I was going to say take it to the vet. Well, that's let, what they would do. Let at them the, do that. That's Please what they would do. Please don't do that no, at no, home. No, don't do that don't at do home. That of course, home. don't do that at home. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, um, and and he's actually, uh, someone asked asked another homeopath how they felt about what he was doing, and that homeopath said, uh, he's on. He's on his own. <laughs> like, even even the other homeopaths were like, "Nope, absolutely not." Bill is on his own. Bill, journey. Bill, I'm not with you here. Well, I'm glad they have some standards. I'm, yeah, I'm glad they have that going. Or for they them. just see how much money Bill is making, and they're jelly. Maybe. Um. But you know. You, okay. I, I googled, uh, you know, homeopaths near me, and I found several. Like I, and, I was going to say, I imagine they're doing very well. If you're in homeopathy, it's because you're doing very well, and you don't need to worry about doing especially near something the bunker. else. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so in your hometown, like I said, this is a very popular thing nowadays. Um, has zero scientific basis. Um, I would not advise you... To, uh, seek out any homeopathic treatment. Um, if you think that you have sought out, if you <laughs> if you think that homeopathy has cured you or a loved one before, what probably happened is that you were probably just going to get better anyway. Um, and to also some effect of the placebo effect probably. Or helped a please little bit. leave us a voicemail about your story. Or or like if you just think I'm really stupid, yeah, please <laughs> please tell us. Tell us about it. I Leave guess. us voicemails, please. Leave us a voicemail or, or send us an uh, email. I don't really know what the best way to get in contact with us is. We're in a bunker. Um, <laughs> so right, It might be a year before we get the voicemail, but it'll be yeah. really nice when we get it. Anyway, go ahead, Curtis. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, how do you, like, where, where are you folks on this? Uh, I think we're pretty solid on where we are. Yeah. Uh, there's not much to say. Didn't move the needle much you for can, me. No. Um, I didn't know exactly what it was. Now I know. Um, can't say it's. <laughs> can't say I have any. But you know, I think when when you asked us in the beginning, what is homeopathy? I said something about white woman yoga. I think I'm still correct in that assessment. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I had the right impression. I think I know exactly what their customer base is. And you know, um, if you want to do something like homeopathy, honestly, uh, it seems like. It, it it's it's not harmful if it's diluted. Um, I, I please see a doctor. <laughs> please please do everything else. But if you're bored and you have a lot of money and you just kind of want to try it, and if there is a spiritual element to it, give uh, Brandon his money, the you, money anyway. You you You're, could give Brandon the money, yeah. or or you could just. I mean, it's your money. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, okay. But there is an issue. When, uh, as Curtis mentioned earlier, with the FDA um, and the teething, there is an issue when something is not being regulated. Um, and I think that's when you really need to just be careful and, and be aware of what you're taking. Um, and again, I think my biggest concern is that uh, not, not so much of what you're taking, but the idea of self-medicating, that you can put off a doctor's appointment or addressing something serious, and actually it's just becoming worse. And... Thankfully, our doctors are more competent than they were um, all those years ago. Yeah. And they wash their hands <laughs> before they put them in Inside your, your body. Yeah. <laughs> and they put on gloves, which are clean. And, you know, yeah, they, all these. They won't bleed you out. They know that. 
Yeah, yeah all these great things. And we know about atoms. We know about yeah. bacteria yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's actually um, a, a like memorial to Samuel Hahnemann, like a statue of him in Washington D.C., like near a homeopathic institute there, um, like a fairly sizable uh, monument there to sure. him. Um, and so you know, like again, this is just showing its its popularness in society and. Um, yeah, I was reading during when that statue was being erected, like the current U.S. president was there. Uh, <laughs> I think I think William McKinley was the was the president at the time, and and he was there for for the statue being put up. And so, this is the history it has. Like it has fairly mainstream acceptance that the U.S. president was there, you know, endorsing it basically at the time. McKinley, yeah, William McKinley, he was shot. Yes, I learned about him today because I just. That because is, I found I think this that monument. Was the only thing I knew about McKinley is that he was shot. Yeah, I I don't know that I knew that even. One one of the few U.S. presidents, like it was an assassination, right? Yeah, he died. Yeah, he died dead. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he died dead, and they he didn't take the homeopathic treatment, which is just a very 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 small bullet. Uh, <laughs> he fucked up. Which could have, he could like, have treated his, himself. His, yeah, God damn. Take a very, very little bit of a bullet. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you. No, 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 no. I drank a bullet. You're good. You're just it's a it's small, a, too bad. small little bitty gun. Too bad. And then your boon just goes away. Boo. Uh, the story we tell ourselves about how we get well is really interesting. And this is just, like, one of the stories being put forward. Mm-hmm. And it, like almost makes sense exactly it's like someone went to so much work to make (laughs) this mythology yeah of dilution and like how like the layers of dilution and and the the thing at the core of it like the 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 original substance making you unwell at the core of it then being diluted and being fed back to you to make you well and again there's some truth in that of course when we talk about uh, uh, microdosing and tolerances and vaccinations, yeah, yeah. but this but is different. That, that, it's different. This that is false for a specific reason, and it does not apply. And what you're talking about is real, <laughs> right? And there's but even like, like there's so many different substances they use, and yeah. they completely like how it works is you go to a homeopath, you tell them all their symptoms, and then they like make you a special dilution like just for you, you know. Pulling out, like, they have in there with them, like, all of their things that they can dilute. And they, like... And they grab the nightshade, and it's just... They give the nightshade, and... They, and, and, the, and, they, and their dilution is just a little fucked up that day. And you die. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is just that... Uh, we... Hear this, and we want to, like, believe it. Mm-hmm. Really badly. Mm-hmm. Because we want to be empowered in our own health. Right. That's the that's the core of it. And because doctors are bloodletting us. <laughs> Were I? Yes. If your doctor's bloodletting you, please stop going. Please to them. go to yes, another. Yes, of course. <laughs> I actually don't know, like, uh, to what extent the humors are still practiced to to this day. Well, there are some um, traditional methods uh, that that are still used that that seem like they shouldn't. Leeches, for example, if there is certain. Um, I believe they use leeches for toxins. I could be wrong, but I know uh, that leeches are still utilized yeah, for some yeah, yeah, purposes, yeah, yeah. and it's legit. It's actually legit. But that's because that's like. But again, that's a very specific. And and like purpose. that might be a cultural thing that is leaked into our culture from another one. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean. You probably don't need the leeches, but if my doctor Sam, is offering me a boring way to, Sam, to get out some of my fine, bad blood, but like and Sam like, didn't borrow the leeches his, on you. But Sam didn't borrow his dilutions from another culture. He dreamt it up. Amazing. Right? Yeah, he kind of what like, a, it is American sort of like his creation. Was he, he was German. Damn. Yeah, I we, I, I covered Han- that. Hahnemann. Hahnemann. Um, he, yeah, Very he, well. he, he made it up. He, he sort of like pioneered it. Um, yeah. And so Western that people. is interesting. That it is sort of like and, an intellectual creation. And and his reason for turning away from what was then traditional medicine and trying to develop this thing is like really great. Yeah. You know, he's just like, yo, this isn't working. I have some really wrong ideas about how it could work otherwise. But 
at least I care about people. He tried. <laughs> and he lived he to be try. 86. He lived to be 86. He had 11 children also. I'm not going to have 11 children. <laughs> and I might not live to be 86. Well. <laughs> you better start wow. inventing homeopathy. Thanks a lot, Marina. You're also, you also drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> oh, right. I've um, got a lot of darkness in me. <laughs> a lot of darkness. <laughs> so that's pretty much for it for this episode, folks. Um, if you liked what you heard and you're new to us, then check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, we've got a bunch of other episodes where we talk about a bunch of other stuff. And uh, follow us on Facebook at Mulder Was Right Cast. MWR Cast. There MWR we go. Cast, MWR yes. Cast. Or you can search Mulder Was Right. We're on Twitter also. Um, where else are we? We have an email address, Mulder Was Right Cast at gmail.com. You can send us an email. You can leave us a review on any of the podcast places I already talked about, like iTunes or SoundCloud. Google Play. Google Play, sure. iTunes. Um, we'd be happy to hear from you. Delighted. In the meantime, wake, wake up, up, sheeple! sheeple!